Hello, everyone. I'm Jerry Smell. Welcome to our broadcast. Let me say right up front, Happy New Year to each and every one of you, and especially our partners. Thank you, partners, for being such loyal people. You are such a blessing to us. You help us get this message around the world, and we appreciate it greatly. I pray that your year is going to be the finest year you've ever experienced. Speaking of that, we're talking about 2019 and the prophetic word the Lord's given me for this year, and that is marvels, wonders, and extraordinary manifestations of the greatness of our God. The Lord gave me this from Exodus chapter 34 and verse 10. It says, And he said, Behold, I make a covenant before all thy people. I will do marvels such as have not been done in all the earth or in any nation. So God has made a covenant. And that covenant says that he is going to do marvels. And the Bible says this covenant is for a thousand generations. So it's not done yet. It's not finished yet. This is not to be mistaken with the covenant that uh, was pertaining to covering the sins of the people. No, that's the old covenant. And that covenant could never do away with the sins of the people. It only covered them. But the New Testament, praise God, that is signed and sealed in the blood of Jesus, that's the covenant that did away with our sins. So this is not to be mistaken with that covenant that covered sin. This is a covenant that God made, and He says, I will do marvels, wonders, and extraordinary manifestations of my greatness. And that covenant is still in effect. So I want to encourage you to get ready for that. Believe for it. I know most of you, just like all the rest of us, we need marvels and wonders and extraordinary manifestations. Now, I began teaching this in our church right here in Crowley, Texas, Heritage of Faith Christian Center, and I'm going to take you back into that service where it's a continuation of last week's broadcast. So I want to encourage you to watch very closely, and then in a few moments I'll be back to make some closing remarks. Watch now. Take notes, okay? Now, once again, I will make a covenant before all the people. I will do marvels such as have not been done in all the earth, nor in any nation. All the people among which thou art shall see the work of the Lord, for it's a tremendous thing that I will do with thee. The message translation says, I will work wonders that have never been created in the earth. Now, the Amplified implies that these things that God will do will cause those who observe them to be full of awe. And the word awe means, let me turn to it, an overwhelming feeling of admiration and reverence. An overwhelming feeling of admiration and reverence. And notice that God said this is covenant to him. So once again, a covenant is a solemn agreement. And here's how God feels about covenants. Psalm 89, 34. My covenant will I not break nor alter the thing that is gone out of my lips. He goes on to say in verse 35, and once I have sworn, I will not lie. So I ask you, how reliable is a covenant that God makes? Can we truly expect him to back it? Well, of course, Isaiah 55, 11 says, so shall my word be that goeth out of my mouth. It shall not return unto me void. It shall accomplish that which I please and it shall prosper in the thing whereinto I've sent it. The message translation says, the words that come out of my mouth, they'll complete the assignment that I gave them. 
Every promise has an assignment. And that promise is fulfilled, be fulfilled. Amen. For those that will dare believe it and those that will hold fast to it, then God's assignment on that promise is come to pass in that person's life. Can you say amen? amen? Is that evidence enough that we can depend upon him when he gives us his word, when he makes covenant? God doesn't break covenant. People do, but God doesn't. Now, just for example of what happened after he said these words to Moses. When God made this covenant with Moses, the children of Israel saw marvels. They saw wonders. They saw extraordinary manifestations of God's greatness in their passing through the wilderness, in their entrance into Canaan's land, uh, God smiting the rock at Kadesh where the waters flowed abundantly and through the healings that took place when they had been bitten by the fiery serpents and through the dividing of the waters of Jordan, uh, the walls of Jericho coming down, falling flat, the sun and the moon standing still for them until God had avenged them of their enemies. Wouldn't you call that marvels, wonders, and extraordinary manifestations of the greatness of God? Amen. They saw things they'd never witnessed before, and it was obvious that it was the Lord's doing and not man's. Amen. Hundreds of years later, the prophet Joel says this in Joel chapter 2 and verse 21. Fear not, O land, be glad and rejoice, for the Lord will do great things. The Lord will do great things. And one of the meanings of the phrase great things is beyond the usual. God will do things beyond the usual. In other words, God's about to do some things in our lives that will be unusual. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Amen. Don't limit God to what you've already seen. Don't put him in a box that he can only do it this way or that way. God is not God in the box. Get him out of the box because he's unlimited. Yes. Amen. Amen. And don't be telling him how to do it. <laughs> That's right. Come on. Don't become a Naaman. When, when Naaman went to the prophet to get cleansed of the leprosy and the prophet wouldn't even come out to see him, wouldn't even talk to him, sent his servant and told him, go jump in the river. He got mad and he, he wasn't willing to do what the prophet told the servant to tell him. He wanted the prophet to come out. He'd already made up his mind, this is how it's going to happen. You're not telling God how it's going to happen. Amen. God's been doing this before you were ever born. Can you say amen? The greatest revelation you'll ever receive is God is smarter than thee. He's got ways you couldn't think of in a million years. And what did Naaman say? I thought surely. Well, that's the big mistake that most Christians make. They thought surely it's going to happen this way or it's going to happen that way. No, let God be God. Amen. God doesn't need your help. Just trust him. If you could have already made it happen, you would have already made it happen. So you don't have any choice. Trust God. Amen. Amen. And say, God, I'm open for surprises. Hallelujah. Amen. So one of the meanings of great things is beyond the usual. 
beyond the usual. And once again, God says through the prophet Joel, and I will show wonders in the sky. Notice he's always, even from the days of Moses, right up to the book of Joel, he's still talking about doing wonders. So wonders have not ceased. Can you say amen? amen? Now, a wonder here in the book of Joel refers or implies something unfamiliar or inexplicable that is unable to be explained other than it had to be something God did. Did my mic go off? I'm getting no response. I'll say it again. Wonders here in the book of Joel, I will show wonders. Something unfamiliar, inexplicable, that is unable to be explained other than it had to be something that God did. Amen. Hallelujah. You know, there's things that's happened in my life. I can't explain it, but I know God did it. I know God was behind it. Amen. God was behind it. God is still into wonders. Don't limit God. Look at your neighbor and say, don't limit God. He's not through with you, praise God. And he's not through doing the miraculous. Amen. The psalmist once said, Psalm 77, 14, thou art the God that doeth wonders. It didn't say thou art the God who used to do wonders. Thou art the God who doeth wonders. If he was ever into wonders, he's still into wonders. Can you say amen? And Psalm 96, verses three and four. Declare his wonders among the people, for the Lord is great and greatly to be praised. Amen. And Psalm 136, verses 3 and 4. Oh, give thanks to the Lord of lords. To him alone doeth great wonders. Amen. Then when you get over into the New Testament on the day of Pentecost, after the 120 were filled with the Holy Ghost, Peter stands up and uh, says these words, Acts 2, 30, uh, Acts 2, 16. But this is that which was spoken by the prophet Joel. Then he started quoting the prophecies of Joel and he not only talked about uh, the, the, the baptism of the Holy Spirit taking place, but he also included what Joel said, and I will show wonders. So apparently wonders didn't end with Moses. Wonders didn't end with Joel. They didn't end on the day of Pentecost. Our God is the God of wonders. Hallelujah. Come on, give him a shout of praise. Hallelujah. God is still keeping that covenant where he will show wonders. Now look at this, Acts chapter 5, verse 12. By the hands of the apostles were many signs and wonders wrought among the people. It goes on to explain them insomuch that they brought forth the sick into the streets and laid them on beds and couches that at least the shadow of Peter passing by might overshadow some of them. And they were healed. Amen. That's a marvel. That's a wonder. That's, that's extraordinary manifestations of the greatness of God. Amen. The shadow. They just, they just got under Peter's shadow. And the shadow was anointed. 
Amen. I, I, I was walking through a mall in Southern California and Carolyn and the girls, we were all out there and they wanted to go to the mall and, and so they were going to go shopping. I said, I'm just going, I'm just going to stand here and just kind of window shop. You guys go do whatever you want to do and we'll meet for lunch somewhere. And all of a sudden, somebody came running behind me and laid their hand right on my shoulder like this and whirled me around and said, I knew it was you. I knew it was you. I said, it's me. <laughs> and the lady said, I have been sick and the doctors are telling me they didn't know what was wrong with me, but I was laying in bed this morning and God said, get up and follow the light and you'll receive your healing. And she said, where do I go? And he told her that mall. And so she stood at the end of the mall and she said, I saw a light go here and I saw a light go over here. And then the light went over here and the light went over there. I saw light. I didn't see a person. I saw light. And she said, and I took off running and I knew when I touched the light, I'd be healed. And she whirled me around and God healed her instantly. Praise God. Amen. You remember that, Carolyn? Ah, my, my, my. The sh very shadow of Peter. Wouldn't that be considered, because I haven't seen that anywhere else in the Bible. Exodus 34, I'll do things the world has not seen. Don't limit God just because you haven't seen him do it that way. Hallelujah. What do you suppose for the lack of a better phrase, but you'll understand. What do you suppose he's cooking up right now for you? Look, you never say, he's cooking up something marvelous. I know that. Why? Because he's the God of wonders. Say it with me. He's the God of wonders. Hallelujah. Do you remember the definition I gave for great things? That which is beyond the usual. And the definition that I gave you for wonders, something unfamiliar, that which is unexplainable, except that you can only explain it by saying it was something God did. Well, here's another example of that. People being healed just by getting under the shadow of Peter. I wrote in my notes, get rid of words like that's impossible. I've never heard of anything like that. There's no way, and I can't believe that. Shut that up. Get rid of that. Get rid of those phrases. Amen? Get rid of those phrases. Because the wonder worker wants to do things that you have never seen before. You've never even heard him do things like that before. But don't limit him. If anybody else is going to limit him, let it be the unbeliever, but not you. You're a believer. Say, I'm a believer. I believe in the wonder worker. Hallelujah. This is my time for marvels, wonders, extraordinary manifestations of the greatness of my God. Say, my God. And give him a shout of praise. Hallelujah. Amen. The book of Acts goes on to say in Acts 6, verse 8, and Stephen, full of faith and power, did wonders and miracles among the people. The apostle Paul, speaking of the things that happened in his own ministry, Romans 15, verse 19, through mighty signs and wonders by the power of the Spirit of God. Mighty signs and wonders. 
So does this sound like that God stopped doing marvels, wonders, and extraordinary things with Moses and the children of Israel? No, it doesn't. Hallelujah. Amen. And you have to remember once again the key word, this is covenant. Psalm 105, verse 7 and 8, the message translation says, He's God, our God, in charge of the whole world. And He remembers His covenant for a thousand generations. He's as good as His word. Hallelujah. The Amplified Bible says, He is earnestly mindful of His covenant and forever it is imprinted on His heart. Glory to God. For him to no longer do marvels and wonders and extraordinary manifestations, he'd have to break his own word. And that word is imprinted on his heart. Hallelujah. Can you say amen? amen. Tell somebody, I'm headed for marvels and wonders. The best is yet to come. Now, you've heard me talk about this verse, but I can't close this without repeating it. Job chapter 5, verse 9, Job said, God doth great things and unsearchable, marvelous things without number. And the message translation says, after all, he's famous for great and unexpected acts, and there's no end to his surprises. There's no end to his surprises. Hallelujah. And I might add that another meaning for wonder is that which produces or creates a sense of surprise. Hallelujah. Amen. Glory to God. Deuteronomy chapter 28, verse 2, one of the blessings. And all these blessings shall come on thee and overtake thee. And the word overtake in the literal Hebrew, one of the meanings is take by surprise. Hallelujah. All these blessings will come on thee and overtake thee, take you by surprise. That happens to me all the time. Amen. Uh, just during the minister's conference. Now, folks, if you ask my wife, she would tell you, I don't need another motorcycle. I give motorcycles away and they come back to me in fleets. So I don't really need another motorcycle. But somebody dropped a note in my bag. Tony, did they give it to you? Did you put it in the bag? I wonder who put that in that bag. Anyway, <laughs> and I got home and opened the note and, and uh, here's another motorcycle being given to me. <laughs> but do you think God's counting? <laughs> that boy's got enough motorcycle. Carolyn's counting, but not God. <laughs> and you know what I did? When I read that letter and him giving me that motorcycle, I, it come up in my spirit right then because I'm the one who gave him that motorcycle. He said, son, you know who that motorcycle belongs to. I said, yes, it's his. He said, well, he's believing for something in return, and that's the best seed he has. He said, receive it, 
and then sew it back to him. And then you, when I told Carolyn about it, she and I decided we were going to be the, the source, well, God's the source, but he was going to use us to meet the need that he was sewing that bike for. And I got to call him last night, and, and we were all sitting there listening on the phone, and oh, you should have heard the joy. He started crying. He said, I got to pull over. I got to pull over. I, gotta, I, I can't drive anymore. And he was shouting and praising God. And I kept hearing the Lord say, surprise. Surprise. He said, I can't wait to get home to my wife and tell her. Oh, it was a great surprise. Hallelujah. So notice here, blessings will come on thee and take you by surprise. Amen. Amen. Moses said next to chapter 15, verse 11, who is like unto thee, O Lord, among the gods? Who is like thee, glorious in holiness, fearful in praises, doing wonders? And the message translation says, who compares with you, wonder-working God? No one compares to our wonder-working God. And Malachi 3.6 says, God speaking, I am the Lord, I change not. Well, if he was a wonder worker in Moses' day and he was the wonder worker in the prophet Elijah's day and he was the wonder worker in Joel's day and he was the wonder worker in Peter's day and Paul's day and Stephen's day, he's still the wonder worker today because he changes not. Can you give him a good shout? Praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I guess I better take up the rest in part two. But let me close it with this. Hebrews chapter four and verse two. I'm not nearly through, so we'll just take it up here next time. Hebrews chapter four and verse two. This is very important. Not that the rest hasn't been important, but this is, this is what makes it all happen for you. Verse two. For unto us was the gospel preached as well as unto them. But the word preached did not profit them, not being mixed with faith in them that heard it. So notice there were people who heard the things that God had to say, but the people, some of them didn't mix faith with it. And the word says, and therefore it did not profit them. Now I pray that that will not be the case with anybody in this auditorium. But it's quite possible it could be that there will be people that will be testifying all year long of wonders and marvels and extraordinary manifestations and other people saying, well, that's not happening to me. Well, here's your answer. Did you mix faith with it? I said, did you mix faith with it? How's, how's, how's the first way that you mix faith? You simply say, I receive this. I receive that. Say right now, I receive by faith the prophetic word that Brother Jerry just gave me this morning. I receive it. I mix my faith with it and it will profit me. And give the Lord your best shout. Hallelujah. It's time to stretch your faith. 
in the powerful three CD series, Marvel's Wonders and Extraordinary Manifestations of the Greatness of Our God, Jerry Savelle shows that throughout Scripture, from creation to Jesus' ascension, we witness God moving on earth, performing marvels, wonders, and extraordinary things. Fear not, O land. Be glad and rejoice, for the Lord will do great things. Also included in this package is the faith-filled book, No Boundaries. In its pages, you will learn how to shatter the boundaries that have held you back, break free from limitations, and see God perform marvels and wonders in your life. Don't wait. Call or go online to jerrysavelle.org and request this inspiring marvels and wonders package, including the book and three CD teaching. God's plan is to keep doing the miraculous. And if you'll dare to mix your faith with what he's told us, then marvels, wonders, and extraordinary manifestations of his greatness are headed your way. Marvels, wonders, and extraordinary manifestations of the greatness of our God. That's what we can expect this year. And I want to encourage you once again, keep it on your lips. Talk it all the time. Get up in the morning saying, I believe my God is going to show me marvels, wonders, and extraordinary manifestations of His greatness. Go ahead and say that with me right now. I believe this year my God is going to show me marvels, wonders, and extraordinary manifestations of His greatness. You know, the Bible says, if thou wilt decree a thing, it shall come to pass. It shall be established unto you. And that word established in the literal Hebrew means it will become a common occurrence. So that's how you release your faith. That's how you receive this prophetic word. First of all, say, I receive it, and then begin to speak it. If you want to continue this study, it's available three CDs by the same title, Marvels, Wonders, Extraordinary Manifestations of the Greatness of Our God, messages that I taught right here at our church, Heritage Faith Christian Center, and also my book entitled No Boundaries, Why Settle for the Ordinary When You Can Have the Extraordinary. It's a great book, and it will encourage you and build your faith, and I believe, praise God, it will take you from the norm to the extraordinary. Extraordinary. So I want to encourage you to order that material right away. You can go to our website, jerrysavelle.org, and you can see how that you can order the resources that we've mentioned today. Also, uh, look on there for our itinerary, and I want to encourage you to get in a meeting somewhere so that you can hear this firsthand and you can hear it live, praise God. And uh, everywhere we are going, I'm telling you, we're having great manifestations of the greatness of our God. So get in one of the meetings if you possibly can. Also, I want to encourage you, if you're not receiving our magazine, Adventures in Faith, please sign up for it. We're going to be talking about this all year long. And by the way, 2019 is my 50th year in the ministry. We're celebrating 50 years this year, and so uh, we're excited about it. I'm believing, praise God, that my 50th year, we're going to go to another level in the anointing. We're going to go to another level in the blessings of God, and I believe, praise God, if you get in one of these meetings, you're going to be uh, glad that you attended, and you're going to receive some great insight into the Word of God and teaching you how that you can become the winner in life that God wants you to be. So once again, I want to thank you for being my partner. If you're partners, I appreciate you so very much, and I just can't tell you enough how much I love you and pray for you and thank you for believing in the anointing of God that is on our life. I want to encourage you to join me again next week. We're going to 
continue this study. Going to take you back into another service from Heritage of Faith where we're talking about marvels, wonders, and extraordinary manifestations of the greatness of our God. I'll see you then. And until then, remember, your faith will overcome the world. 